It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Somebody suggested that I play only songs I want to hear this morning, like we did that time with the Suns. And just in case it's Let's my do it. show. I think that's a good idea. We'll Larry, up, love uh, it. Larry, load up the BGs and, well, um, So, um, you guys played your own music this morning and... How many, will. How many alerts will he get? Yeah. Yeah. And he won't call you. He'll ask Good. Right yeah, you guys were the ones who loaded it up. I don't know what I'm doing over here. <laughs> Where's some Michael McDonald? Oh, I'll, I'll play it. All right. I got an email from Big PP, a black listener who's been with us for a long time. And he's, you know, very funny. And then sometimes I think he wants to kill me. He <laughs> says, uh, hey, man, you cross over. I think I seen it when I almost died. I saw hell. It's a dark place with a hole with what? a light shining down. God, I hope I'm wrong, man. Why was he seeing When you die tomorrow, can I have your dogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why did he see hell? I don't remember. Oh, the things he's done. And also, he must be Mormon because all black ones go to hell. Oh, You've read their book, right? <laughs> right? That's not me, black people. That's the Mormons. You should be mad at them. I'm just the messenger. Call Moroni. Don't kill the messenger. Call Moroni. They changed that up in the mid-70s because they realized, well, the tide has turned here. The mid, it was like 79, wasn't it? Uh, 70, 78 or 79, yeah. Let's wow. vote. And they, okay, <laughs> yeah, let's vote. They had to. They had <laughs> they to vote. Yeah. It doesn't mean what you think it means. they weren't going to do it. It doesn't mean what you think it means. Uh, God will punish the people who don't believe by darkening their skin. Oh. It's in your book. All right, maybe it is. A, well, it is. I didn't mean it that way. Well, it's the words of Jesus there in the in the back in the woods with Joe, right? <laughs> he, they were talking to each other, and that's it was a misinterpretation. 
then clear it up for me. Besides that, we want to be competitive in football. Right. You got to get BYU. They, they, were, they were with the Hawaiians and Samoans for so long, and then unfortunately we need some of those punished people. It's another 10%. Yeah. This one says it's Monday morning. John is dead. Trip oh, F. and Reeb says he's found the perfect replacement. He walks in. Behind him is one of these four people. Which do you take to be the new host of the Morning Sickness? A, Dave Pratt. B, Beth McDonald. C, Dale Hellestray. D, Jeremy Thomas. Which one makes John roll in his grave the most? Good uh, luck, John, and please don't do this to us, Ethan. Which one makes you roll well, in your grave I'm asking you guys. I, look, I, Who would we rather have in here? Yeah, who, who's the one I you think want? Now, think about, think about success for the show. You three have to stay. I doubt, honestly, that the three of you would still have jobs. <laughs> I think they're going to go, well, the whole show has to go do stuff. And you'd have to go to another station. At least for a while, they'd milk it until they realized it's just, you, you guys can't read. <laughs> anyway, it's a four-pack, right? But then they say, they say, Dave Pratt comes in. Beth McDonald, Dale Hellster, Jeremy Thomas. And they kept you three and just replaced me like that Kid Craddock show. We were talking about that. That dude died in the middle of his show. And they kept the name. He and, died doing charity for yeah, his show. Yeah, exactly. And they kept the name and stuff. And it's still the Kid Craddock show. And there's like 13 or 14 people on that show. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I'm going with the one with the biggest dong. Yeah, me too. Going with Ben. You too. think that? Yep. Beth is the one who's shown yep. she can be successful yeah. the and longest. And you can't kill her. Hellestray's kind of close to that, too. No, Dale might be kind of fun, but I don't know who would host that. You could push him over. You see him try and get up out of that couch? <laughs> I saw him at my house on Sunday. <laughs> it ain't pretty. Wait a minute. He sat low at your house? He was I a, didn't think he was well, able to. Well, you can sit. We have stools that are of human height. Do you? What okay. do you mean, sat low? What are we? What am I, in an Asian restaurant? We're not on the floor. <laughs> sat low? Who's this guy? <laughs> what does that even mean? Sat low like on a couch for him. Oh, no, I didn't have him in the tall. main house. Yeah. It was in the game room. Oh, potty potty. Yeah, he's not allowed to sit in the main house where the couches are. <laughs> no. He's in the bar. Yeah, I think I think you guys have made a wise choice. Yeah, I would say the the Barry Wood of Phoenix Radio. Beth McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to try to knock the other stations out, you better swing a big dick. So, Beth, congratulations. Oh, yeah. You are my proxy. I agree. And I, I probably... Won't die. Probably. Can we call her again and get Won't her die. opinion on that? Did, like we well, we only talked to her with Bill. I know. She had Bill die. Uh, well, not on her. He, he left the show. Well, yeah, she left the show. Or he left the show, remember? And then he passed away shortly after. And really she didn't, quick. She didn't call it Beth and Bill. She made him go before he passed. She, you know, and then he, he died. Bill Austin seemed like a nice man. I only talked to him that one time. Once before, before I was in radio when he was a weatherman on Channel 12. But, yeah, that was probably 10, 10 years ago plus, right? At least, yeah. Yeah. So her show went on without him. So you guys can do this. You can make this a thing. <laughs> we can be Brady and friends. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All that would be would be a, every morning. It would be like an infomercial to try to get free food from restaurants. <laughs> what do we have The morning that? cup. <laughs> the morning cup. Would, I was at a place last night. Mm-mm. I traded him some jokes for food. Did to, you pay money? What? Anyway. You just have to get that cash register sound effect. Yeah. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> Welcome to Brady's Morning This queso is delicious. We had a text yesterday where Brett simply asked, does anybody know any good uh, restaurants in Fountain Hills? <laughs> That's right. And I'm in Fountain Hills a lot. So I, I had to look, I honestly had to look it up. I'm like, I've been to a Mexican place a couple times out there. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. And I found, I did Mexican restaurants in Fountain Hills because Brett was asking. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the one I was at. I'm like, hey, from experience, this one was pretty good. Still don't remember the name. Like, you'll know it now. Brady fires off a full review of the menu. And you're not going there for real food, Here's right? the other thing. Yeah, it's tapas. <laughs> uh, asked him this morning, you ever actually been there? No. 
But you know that much about a restaurant you haven't been to? Well, sure I do. I study. What? Yeah, he's never eaten there. If I'm going to make a kill, I want to know where I'm he going. He gave Brett a full review of a restaurant he's never been to. And it was pretty, like, it was, it, I've been there. That's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate? <laughs> it's pretty good. And I just text him, like, it's official. He knows about every restaurant in the city. If you ever put half the energy into, like, life. That you put into knowing about restaurants. I say it every day. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be this. You'd have Nobel prizes coming out your ass. The effort and energy you put into knowing about what the one you said yesterday, the the panda tie or the panda. They put in a panda blah blah. Like right in the middle of the conversation, I don't. It know if used you, to be called Panda Libre. And I don't know if Gilbert. you see me wash over with disinterest when you get lost in your abyss because I know you're not talking to me. You're just speaking to the air and the restaurant gods. This place was good, but now they got some panda. Panda carpet and what's it called? I don't even know what it's you called what now. It, At one time, it was a Panda Libre. Panda Libre. And he starts talking to me about Gilbert restaurants and what they used to be and what they well, are. Well, because it started on that whole Slim Chickens article, right? And I blanked out. <laughs> you, these are the types of discussions we have that you guys think. I wish we could hear you between breaks. Nope. No, you don't. Toledo brought up, uh, "Hey, this chicken restaurant, Slim Pickens, is coming to town. They tried that once before in Gilbert, and it failed." And I'm like, "Yeah, I, I heard. I saw it on the news last night. They said it was the first time they're coming through. Maybe they used to have a place." Brady's on the phone, just diligently digging around. But now, he was on the phone an hour later. Yeah, it was the it. company that was Slim Pickens tried this. Slim Chickens was here once before. What are we talking about? Same company. Like Slim what? Pickens. <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? An hour ago, you guys were curious about the chicken place. We weren't curious. No, no, we're just, just pointing it out. I know it was burning through your mind. No, no, it was burning your fingers I was just up. more impressed that they're going to open up 23 restaurants yeah. in a year. Yeah. If you said, Brady, 150 feet from here and 30 feet in the ground, uh, and it has to be dug up by hand as a treasure worth a million dollars. No. They're opening, a, they're opening up a panda carpet down the street. I've heard about it. I'm going to go down there and check that out. <laughs> The man puts effort into the restaurants. But yeah, I lost you lost me yesterday and then I heard panda. It used to be a panda blah blah blah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> and Brett and you leave the room, Brett goes, What the hell was he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> he was in a strip mall on his head. Just let him walk around. <laughs> it happens. There's nothing you can do. Uh this morning, uh, we're starting a new thing, an old thing that's a new thing, uh, which is the KUP deployment. Now, I have questions about this simply because you brought up a great question. Yeah, they're not there anymore. Right. right. Clearly the news said we don't have any more deployed. But they're everywhere all over. Yeah, they're in Germany. The and U.S. Like of other, A. Yeah. Uh, in country, yeah. They're not out of, uh, they're not at home, is basically it. We've got a lot they of troops. They have other bases around the, Absolutely. Around the world. So. I wonder uh, how uh, bad that can actually be. But uh, they're not home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not Afghanistan like in years past where these guys are just sitting in tents and being miserable out there in the desert. Putting uh, our bumper stickers on missiles. Yeah, stuff. cool stuff like that. Like right now, I'm sure in, they'd still. Yeah, they're in Germany. Like to be with their families. And that's the, holidays the thing. And that they'd rather be there. Now, yeah, and uh, that's probably true. And we do have areas where it's not comfortable. They're not happy to be around. Like I think we're still hanging around the Middle East in certain areas where these guys have to hang out. Uh, but it's our, our Arizona troops are all over the place now. In the past, we've been thirteen, fourteen hundred of them have been out and about away from their homes. I, you know, if you we're sending, we're hitting that number this well, year. Well, here's the thing: I got to look into this. I don't know how many of them are in like Hawaii. <laughs> we have bases there too. So I'm like, that's not, they're still at home. And I think it would be nice to get like toothbrushes and stuff like that, and golf balls. That was the big thing. The guys in Afghanistan said, "You sent us over those golf balls, and we were just whacking them out into the desert." I don't think you can do that. The Ramstein parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think at our our base in the Philippines, they're going to take too kindly to us whacking golf balls into Manila buses, but. 
uh, we still want them here. So uh, we're we're loading it up, and uh, and the troops deserve it. So this year, KUP deployment packs uh, shipped out on Veterans Day, November 11th. We're excited about that. You guys have always come through for us. Jeremy's got the van out this morning at the Safeway on McDowell, and uh, it's off 7th Street, between 3rd and 7th Street. You can't miss it. It's a giant Safeway over there on McDowell, right there in downtown Phoenix. So head on over to uh, Jeremy and find out what we need. Uh, this morning, you know, like little tiny travel packs of toothpaste. These guys are still not home. I mean, I'm making light of it, but there's a lot of people, the girls and boys of our military that are all over the place and doing missions and not being home and in uh, less than favorable circumstances and things like that. So uh, we've got all sorts of deployment packs we want to get out there, and every year we do this, and every year you guys uh, bang it up. And we'll get emails from people, like the next day after we – I don't know how it happens, but we'll get emails from people who are you know, in – you don't even think about it, like Reykjavik and stuff. Like we've been we've been here for like seven months. Nobody, we don't even think anybody thinks about it. And uh, you know they're they're overseas, they're not at home, and they get a little uh, pack from home that says here because a lot of times they can only buy on the base and and stuff like that, or they're far enough away in missions. So Arizona troops that are deployed overseas, we get them gifts and things like that. Uh, the list is at ninety eight kupd dot com, uh, and we got all sorts of stuff out there with Jeremy's got uh, tickets to shows, kupd stuff, bandanas, t shirts, all that uh, on McDowell. Around 7th Street, 3rd Street and 7th Street at the Safeway for KUP deployment this morning. So, uh, uh, again, thanks to all our troops. I got an email from uh, Jimmy at the with the Arizona drinking team. He says, oh, really? Here we go again. All right, so fine. they're 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 ready to drinking start team, doing it again. You guys fill it up. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Fill it up, man. They killed it with the water drive. Fill it up. Oh, they, they made it the biggest it's ever yeah. been. And it was, I mean, it's ridiculous how much they brought. So, yeah, absolutely. Drinking team. Thank you in advance. We know you guys will come through for sure. And speaking of troops, when I was at Oso the other day with my Into the Pit shirt, and the guy got me that apple pie and a couple of beers. <laughs> Weird combo, but it was. And I was on a bike ride, to thir- 37 miles on the bike, and in the middle of it, I just wanted a beer. Well, I didn't take it home. Totally. <laughs> I wasn't, it wasn't a Togo apple ride. pie and ice cream and a 100-degree bike ride. Uh, so I, but it was in my belly, and it does make noise. Uh, it was the only thing I'd had. So, but uh, I saw a, a group of guys in uh, military fatigue sitting there. I think they were from Papago. And they're at Oso on a Saturday afternoon enjoying a beer and uh, some – maybe they were just having sodas. I don't know what they were up to. But uh, eating. And I told my friend Mark because I didn't bring my wallet. I'm like, you know, a decent person, and if I had my wallet today, I'd do this. Buy those, buy those boys lunch today. I'll do it. I'm like, yeah, I bet you will. Cheapskate. <laughs> so Mark goes to try to – and proudly, someone had already done it. It's very cool. Did Mark get all indignant? No, no. I want to do he just it. Goes, I try. He was trying to impress. I tried. And I'm like, you tried. <laughs> you tried. Well, I hope you're happy. The little engine that didn't. <laughs> try all you want. But yeah, it was, uh, it was great, though, because we said we can try to buy this for them. And somebody, uh, somebody already took care of it. So uh, if you see a group of dudes, and I know like Marines aren't allowed to wear their gear out and things like that, so you'll never know a lot of the times. But if you do see guys in the camo and they're sitting there, you know. Pop for their dinner. That's not a bad idea. They deserve it. They do stuff we can't even imagine. John, former Marine here, toothpaste. I respect it and all, but I'm talking nicotine and energy drinks, man. Just load us up. Okay. There you I go. I think you... we can pass the nicotine Why not? along. We'll get you a pack of smokes and some five-hour <laughs> energy. <laughs> five-hour energy for sure. I'll tell you what, I'll bag up some of my Adderall. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just make it a big joke. Pass it around. <laughs> one for you, one for you, one for you. We'll make it work. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
I got a little Adderall. I don't. This is a felony, but I'm doing it. Anyway, uh, but thank you to all of them. Big PP's already fired back. LOL, man. Great effing show most of the time. Thanks, uh, PP. Really appreciate the. <laughs> People are calling for a replacement. Thanks for the D plus. I'm betting that Chuck Powell is the first one called. Him and Vince, he doesn't want to do that sports show anymore. Yeah. They'll come over and replace your ass. Uh, you want to uh, go to Phoenix and uh, fail again? Oh. <laughs> Opportunities knocking. Chuck's great. I would I would like it if you guys, if Chuck came back here and did this. He'd be a fun. He'd, but this is how it is to work with Chuck because I have worked with Chuck before. <laughs> uh, every three or four days he hates the people he's in the room with. And he tries to get them removed. I knew his program director. Like Chuck would, it was Bruce St. James. Chuck would lose his mind every few days and come in and go. I've got to get rid of everyone. We've got to start over. He's just, he just, he couldn't have a bad show without losing his. <laughs> Bruce St. James moved You've away. Met Bruce, I, right? No, I, I haven't met oh, Bruce. Oh my god, that is so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> and every Thanksgiving, he just run from people because he assumed they're going to try to head him and eat him. I got an email from a lady, and she says, John, I'm one of your few female black listeners. Oh. The other day you I'm were – This yeah. is great. The other day you were talking about using uh, code words when you worked in a restaurant for people who didn't tip. And she goes, I know who you were talking about. And I'm like, all right. Your reput- reputation is not good. And it's funny. Right. It's a stereotype that black people don't tip. But as she said, I always tip extra. So, And this is a trick Whitey's pulled on you black people. Is yes. we started a stereotype that says you don't tip, and now most of you double up. <laughs> All the ones I know have doubled up on it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to that. I don't know where that stereotype comes from. She said, what words did you use because someone called me something the other day? I won't say just in case, and I think they were saying what you said. Well, we used Canadian for bad tippers. Was and it that, one Native American, too, or was well, that it Indian? Was it. We had, it was just a Canadian table. Well, there was one guy that almost ruined it because he, he said savages. Because Native Americans are also known as bad tippers. And I'm like, you can't be that direct with your misery. Uh, but we had uh, uh, Canadians. And then uh, we had, um, I can't remember the one for Indian that was so funny. Oh, uh, Clevelanders. That was the thing. They called them Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. So we had Cleveland because that, that one stuck later. That started slow and then trickled. And we got some Clevelanders on uh, 53. I'm like, oh, geez, 53 is mine. And you assume you're going to, but I, I think it's also kind of, it kind of goes with the territory that when you assume that this is going to be your bad tip, you don't put in the effort that you normally would. So you probably deserve a bad tip. I saw, uh, and she goes on to say that she saw a, uh, a podcast, she was listening to a podcast, where uh, stewardesses talk about that, and they have the same thing, except they go direct. So they, and, it's usually, and the one that the lady was talking about, because I read about this, this lady talked about being a stewardess. She gave up code on what uh, trouble meant. And how often they're trying to have sex with the passengers. And she said, we are notoriously um, promiscuous. Oh, man. That's what I, I said. I didn't know that. So, but you know why? Because you, you've never been targeted. So <laughs> she true. said, and maybe you have. I, I started to wonder. So here's how this story goes. She said, like, uh, we, we stand and welcome you. There's usually two when you're getting on the plane. And when, she see, when she'd see something she'd like, she goes, what are you having for dinner tonight? And the other one goes, Italian. That's what I want. Yeah. Talking about the guy that just walked in. So that was a code to say, this dude is the one I'm targeting. Are you interested? And then she'd say, like, she'd say Italian. If she'd say, what do you want for dinner tonight? And the girl would say, just a light salad means go for it. I'm not interested in him. You can have that one. 
So if you hear a stewardess say this, I don't know if it's universal or she said it's pretty universal. She worked at two airlines and it was pretty common that, you know, if Brett walks on next to Brady and the lady goes, I'm, uh, I want some dinner tonight. You'd hear, where are you guys going? And they'd be like, all right. Brady would wreck it. Who wants some toss? I know all the restaurants. Why don't you give me some of that? CB by Brady. Why don't you give me your number later? I'll help you out in the new town. A friend of mine who will remain nameless travels a little bit for work and he's got a stewardess. That he he just met up with on the reg. He he met up with. He was excited to leave Sunday, and he left Monday to go bone this waitress or this uh, stewardess. And I think it's in Texas somewhere. But he's like, uh, we got the three times we've done stuff was in Utah, here, and now there. And he said each time noise complaints from the room. I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, noise complaints. So he's doing. It. He goes, man, she's crazy. Uh, stewardesses are the best for that. So if you're getting on a plane and you notice that, and she's like, so what are you going to have for dinner tonight? especially if you're on an early morning flight, that means they're targeting someone near you. The reason I've never heard them say that, pretty evident. <laughs> the reason all of us act shocked and un- pretty evident. We've never caught their eye to the point where they're asking the other one, can I have it? So stewardesses, you little tramps. How about that? But yeah, black people and uh, Native Americans. Uh, what you, would you do Canadians the, uh, was our big one. We got Can- Canadians and Clevelanders. I, that was I got to give credit to. Him. I can't remember his last name. It was a short guy named Brad, and he brought that from another restaurant. He goes, "We got some Clevelanders on the 52," and I'm like, "Clevelanders?" And he goes, "Yeah." I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And he goes, and, and then he did a finger over the top of his head. I'm like, oh, I got you. He did the, he did the, the single feather. And we had one for old people too. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, wondering. Q-tips. About. Was one was it Q-tips? Did anybody have any Q-tips? Because I got two on fifty-two, and I'm like, oh, all right, I'll take them. I don't want them. Q-tips or burn victims. That was another one for really old people. Were called burn victims. <laughs> I have there's a tragedy of burn victims on forty. Should have gotten the restaurant business. That oh, sounds yeah. like right up my alley. Oh, it's perfect for a guy like you. But <laughs> Canadians was the big one. Got a table of Canadians up there. Oh man, and we weren't mad about the race. We we're mad about the tip. And the, and so you you know you had to sit and think to yourself, is this the thing? So I'm curious, lady who emailed, what did they say about you? Because it is terrible. But these are cash-driven human beings who only see green. Yep. And it makes them bigots. I'm just spilling the beans because it's out there. And there are stereotypes. There are people who tip terribly. British people. Oh! You had somebody go, hey, hello, how are you? It's like, oh, this is a waste of everybody's time. I'm going to bring you guys. Plus, they have no taste palate at all. They'll eat bread and act like it's filet mignon. They don't have any ability to discern good food. They're British. They have, they're boring. Their palates are nothing. Rarely spice. None of them are Gordon Ramsay. The reason Gordon Ramsay's so bad that nobody tastes his food is because he grew up in England. And he, he works so hard to make his food taste good. And they'll eat, they'll eat paste. Keep it simple. Yeah, well, they keep it simple. But they'll eat, and if you've ever been to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, which I did in Vegas, it's, it's garbage. They, they screwed up fish and chips. It was bland. How? Oh, yeah. It's British food. Of course it's bland. The worst tippers, by far, black, Indian, doesn't matter. British people, huh? British people. The worst. And you expect so much because they sound regal. Yes, I'll have the... uh... But if they're regal, they shouldn't have been in a Tony Romas. That's the reason. That didn't (laughs) register in my head. I'll have the Santa Fe salad and an iced tea, if you don't mind. That's why you talked to that one girl. That girl in Vegas when I talked to her. She said, I got to tell you, that's the most unbelievable accent I've ever heard. Is it now? What would you do if I told you, love, that this entire charade is a bullshit? What do you mean? I don't talk like that. I'm in a trucker hat. 
I'm in a trucker. <laughs> a British guy in a trucker hat. Come on, what are you? And what are you doing next to Chris Farley's oh, brother? Her, yeah, I'm sitting next to Farley and Eric. <laughs> you want a light salad yeah, tonight? I got Alf and 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 Farley sitting next to me. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. How's the evening going? Can I get you a drink? You know what? I'd like a vodka and soda with uh, with a lemon, please, love. Pour it like we're friends, if you don't mind. If you know what I mean, huh? Oh my God, she was in love with me. And then when I pulled the curtain back, she's like, "Oh, he's just an ugly American." <laughs> But the regal British, you mother, the worst tippers in the world. Black people, at least it's not a British reputation. I don't even want to wait on the Brits. So it's kind of true, like in that, in that scene in Waiting, when she's like, foreigners, I yes. hate foreigners. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Waiting is the most real ever. It's a documentary. Ryan says, uh, I'm in Navajo here. I used to work in the industry in the kitchen as a bar back and security, later as a valet attendant. And I've always agreed, natives are crap tippers. I have to say, Clevelanders might be the best term I've ever heard. That is all. Yeah. We, we had codes for it. Nobody would ever pick that up. Hey, Clevelanders 52, because he just think it's restaurant lingo. Nope, it's a shot at you, you non-tipping natives. But it's pretty great. I don't know. I you know. And they would, uh, and you'd go by the table every now and then, go O H, and they'd go Oh oh. Oh yeah. Oh, we had uh, <laughs> that is Jeez, not that is Brady, not they, wow. they did not do. Oh, 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 and by the by, why would you scream O H at the Indians? I understand where Cleveland is. They don't know the term, so you wouldn't scream O H at them. You don't have to sell it that much. You know what? Call TMZ and cancel them. Grandpa's like he's losing it. Man, oh man. Whew, talk about a stretch. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Brady, I can't get a job for what I did, and you just, oh, oh, unbelievable. No, they didn't go OH, oh, oh. <laughs> no reason for that at all. And you're going to sit and try to come up with it. That's why you're breathing what? so no. heavy right now. You're, you're spinning now because you realize you're They love Ohio. No, they don't. Nope. They probably used to love Ohio until we showed up. That's true. You, the worst, the worst thing you can get in a restaurant is that gaggle of ladies. You get a table, especially lunch. There's nothing worse for a waiter to see than a table of six women. A, the bill's getting split. B, somebody's going to complain. You got a nice tea, and I got a water. I'm not spending the extra dollar seventy nine. We should all. Oh, for Christ's sake! One time at, at Roma's, we had is that a t- hen party. What would you? We had a. I don't remember. I think it was just, oh, <laughs> that's all you said when you saw it. Uh, we had a, a group of women in their mid-50s that would come in every Friday at like 1 o'clock and have like a little women's group. But it wasn't like the fun wine drinkers. They actually talked about stuff. Like a book reading club? I don't know what they were. One time I got there, and I hated splitting bills because we didn't have computers to do it. So I had to bring each one in manually. And if you, if you goofed, they knew it immediately. So I had the half rack of ribs and an iced tea, and you have me down for a soda. Well, an iced tea and a soda are pretty much yeah, but this is a dollar seventy nine. Her soda is a dollar fifty nine. Like, Here's the twenty cent. Shut up. And I, and the other lady said, and I think I got the wrong bill too. My drinks mixed up with her drink because she had alcohol. And I'm like, tell you what, it's on me today. What? Yeah, I don't want to. It's on me. I'm sorry for all the mistakes. I would much rather. Just pay for the meal, then listen to you bicker over a dollar. Dudes just go 50-50. Yeah, we're good. Unless you're with a dick dude. 
and then you just don't go to lunch yeah, with that, that guy Yeah, that keeps anymore. taking it deep every time. Yeah, well, or not. If he's the one that complains that Toledo had a vodka soda, I didn't even drink, now you're to pay up. Yeah, sometimes you do because we're going to balance out. You know what we're never going to do? Ask you to lunch again. Just pay half. We'll do quarters. It's easier for everybody if we're going to do that, or I'll just pay for the whole goddamn thing. But I paid for their lunch because I'm like, I've had it. I've had it with you hens crowing about a dollar. John, I work in the industry too, and we do have code words still to this day. I'm sure yep. you know that. But one we don't have code for, gypsies. Oh. Goddamn gypos. They just call they them come gypos. In and, yeah, they they come steal in. your stuff. They do. Every, I didn't even know that was a real thing. They steal your stuff. Oh, they steal everything, Brett. So oh. My old Irish boxing coach used to always go, look out there, Johnny. Look out the window. Every kid that walked by, there's a gypo. Got to watch yourself around that. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, gypo? And he's like, all oh, those kids get off that bus there, Johnny. They're all gypos. They'll come in here. They'll steal your stuff. They go into restaurants. They steal salt shakers and such. And I'm like, no, that's in Ireland. You're, you're not right. And so that night, I'd never heard the word gypsy in this town in my life. That night, I went to uh, Houston's when it used to be in the Esplanade. And the bartender there was Marty Joe, And we're talking. And she goes, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to spend much time talking to you. We got gypsies. And I'm like, what is going on here? The same day. And she goes, gypsies are here. And I look over and I'm like... Those are just kids going to prom in October. What's the deal? And she goes, "No, they dress Set like a that. Cutlery plates. They steal the they steal salt the pepper, the what? sugar holders. Yep. They steal all the stuff. No reason, but they do." She goes, "We got to keep an God. eye on the gypsies." And I'm like, "And I'm like, so what do I look for?" And she goes, "You just look for people that look like they're going to prom in the middle of a like a normal day." I'm like, "No kidding, boys of Mo Money Pond, go there. And oh, if, if any of them come in, hold on, they, they stop the conversation. Yeah, no with you kidding, immediately. Yeah, gypsies oh. are they're thieves." <laughs> Gypsies and thieves. And it's some of their best customers. <laughs> That's why Tyson Fury gets so mad when he's right. Gypsy King because he grew up in that, but he wants the reputation to get fixed because it's kind of a slur that you're a gypsy. But yeah, so it's out there. But what are you going to do? John, can I jump back to your airline stewardess sure. conversation? I realize now that I was labeled a salad at one point when I was younger. <laughs> I was really fit, but nothing happened. And now I'm so pissed. I'm notorious for turning girls off when yeah. they talk to me. They're the I'm that idiot, and I'm uh, and I always say things that really get a girl's panties dry. Whoa! Oh my life! <laughs> wow! You answered it. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's a harsh realization. Wow! This person says my wife used to work at the yard house, and the code for a certain group of people was pancakes because they smell like pancakes. I'll let you guess which race. I don't know. <laughs> What race smells like? That sounds like a great Canadians? race. Yeah. Maple? Nova Scotians? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Canadians, gotta, all Canadians. Yeah, all Canadians smell, smell like. like pancakes. I'm moving to Canada. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I wish Pop. Old Spice made pancake deodorant. Call would... them Hortons or something. <laughs> yeah, pancakes. Damn. I wish there was a race of pancake-smelling people. I would hang out with that race all the time. I would fully appropriate that. The pancake people of Nova Scotia. John, being Mexican, I'm glad you haven't mentioned us yet because we can't be good at tipping. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't never really had an issue pretty, with that. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Hard to understand, but uh, pretty good. Okay, I got the pancake one. Okay, yeah. I oh, you it. Googled yeah, it? I Googled it. There's a list of ethnic slurs on Wikipedia. Pancakes. Oh, is there? No kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's an ethnic, because that's what we were careful of. It wasn't a slur because then the person might know and get mad. That's why Canadians yeah, but are I mean, so look safe. at it. We didn't know what it is. I mean, it's I kind know, of... That's true. But if I was... Well, anyway, what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm not looking. Still trying to... I don't care pancake. to know. Well, I want to be part of that race, for crying out loud. The pancake people, I'm in. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it says. That's what it says, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, oh. You see this person? Said, <laughs> you see why? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. I got it. That's why I held uh, it up. I wasn't going to. I think I get it now. <laughs> but they don't smell like pancakes. No. They just look like the pen they're made in. <laughs> I see what you're doing, you pigs. Hey, we didn't do it. That's we just right. looked Dude, it up. That's, that's Wikipedia. Blame Wikipedia. Racist dicks. Good tippers, though. I like them. Good tippers, that group. But, yeah. What are you going to do? Hey, don't tell me that Fajul in the room is a good tipper. I don't believe that for a second. Brett's a good tipper. Damn right I am. I I live with somebody in the industry. (laughs) I have to be. Exactly. I've got no choice. Scott Haynes says, wow, with all this race tipping talk, is this one dude juice? I just want to hear you say it. (laughs) Dude juice. By the way, I I applied for a trademark yesterday for For dude dude juice. juice? Good thinking, man. Nice. Good thinking. On on somebody's suggestion. I hope you're successful with that. Run with that as far as (laughs) Is that website available? That's the guy behind (laughs) dude juice. Dude juice juice in the morning. Don't look up (laughs) dudejuice.com. It's a link to all TZ. (laughs) Dude juice. I bet it is. Oh, my God. If we get the trademark on that, let's do that. Let's Let's just make a KDKB website out of it. Digest.com. The banquet beer. <laughs> I'm all in on that. Yeah, Sam Elliott saying dude juice ended the show yesterday. For those of you who are curious what the hell that is, and we still don't know why that you happened. You find it on the podcast. No <laughs> clue. And the memes we got were insane. I mean, yeah. all day yesterday I was getting them. Oh, it, yeah, it got stupid. Like, how many people were excited about that? Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, so. We had plenty of people. If you want to know your, your situation in a restaurant, I need that black lady to email me back and say what she thinks she heard the waitress call her table. But you know, in order, you definitely wanted the gaggle of women last. That was the worst table to wait on. They complain the most. They order the least. They tip by the book. Old people are terrible, too. Worse than old people? Old people are bad, but they're consistent. You, you, you have, you have a, a guaranteed amount of money coming out of old people. You just know you know your effort to put in. Like an old person's not going to tip up, twenty; they're going to tip fifteen or ten at the time. You pay for their frequency. You, right. In other words, right. you're getting the brunt. Their volume. We go out every night, right? Not necessarily to your spot, no. Maybe, but since we go out so much, yeah, you roll giving in out so much money in tips, so we'll I've, cut down on. Yeah. I've always been if if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out. That's always been my thing. Yeah, that's the cost of doing business. Yeah, but it isn't about affording; it's about willing willingness. Yeah. And certain people don't tip. I've gone back in. I've had, I got a couple friends who are a little bit light on the old tip. And I'll see what they tip when they're like, I got the bill. And I'm like, all right. And they'll tip. And then I'll go back in later and drop a couple bucks. I've done Chuck. it with Chuck Arteague, our old boss. We did. Oh, it really? Oh, yeah. Chuck was horrible to the staff yeah. and would leave eight. Oh, he got Nick fired. Eight time. to 12%. Well, Jeez. Nick deserved it. Nick deserved it. Eight Nick, to 12% percent tip max. Yeah. And he would run and them Chuck? through the grinder. That's probably Whatever the tax was, that was his tip. Yeah, he, he, which is eight percent. He killed waiters and ran them all over. We were at Charleston's once, and the bill was probably uh, I think it was Ashley's birthday, and we all went out there, and it was probably a hundred and thirty dollar <laughs> bill for four or five of us. So I got this. Hey, Ashley, you are a wonderful employee, and it's it's our p- privilege to have your suite in the building. It was a different time. Your boss <laughs> could talk to you like that. And he writes down the thing, and we all looked, and even Ashley saw. That I think the tip was five dollars and seventy two cents on a hundred and thirty dollar. Wow! Wow! And because probably he used to it on a company card, and he probably was told by the the Rao brothers, nope. We, we'll, no, we'll, no, nope. we'll reimburse Brady. you, no. not no. the Brady. tip. He was just Brady. a cheap man. 
That's what I'm just, saying. No, no, no. They're not going to. He did, he did it when it was, was on his car, too. too. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it, it had nothing to. I wish that were true, that you don't get reimbursed on the tip. Chuck was all too happy not to tip people. He was a terrible tipper. And we, and we ran back in with cash and gave that girl like like 40 bucks. It's like, we're sorry. That's embarrassing. Brady, turn down your headphones because in my experience, Bible thumpers are the worst oh, you don't want Yeah, you don't want people coming in with, with Jesus all over them. You got Jesus showing, I'm thinking I'm getting a low, a low amount. Yeah, just regular folk. If I saw any of you guys walk in, I'd be like, I, I'd see Brady. I'm like, this dude's going to run me ragged. I see Toledo. I'm like, I got this one. Eyes closed. This will be easy. And the tip is all going to be pretty average. You never really know who the great tippers are. That's the other thing, because that's not a stereotype. That's a crapshoot. Canadians, Clevelanders, hens, Q-tips. Pancakes. Yeah, and pancakes, <laughs> but I don't know what that is. I just want to be, be clear. I don't know what that is. But I think if I'm guessing right, never had an issue with their tipping. They were good. Not a lot of them in Mesa, though. Okay, John, I got to ask then, what is your tip on that $130 tab? For me, in $130, bucks, $30. Because I go a little, I, I worked in restaurants, so I always, 20%. it's juiced, it's 20 plus. I always go 20 plus. So if it's 13, I round to 15 and double it. Okay, John, you said what your thoughts are on separate checks at the end of the yeah. meal. What about when they say it at the beginning of the meal? Yeah, if you tell them, it's just. It, nowadays, it's easier because the computers yeah. do it. So back yeah. then, we had to ring up everybody's yep. individual order. And if you're busy, it was a Well, you had to ring it all in at once because then the table right. would get the whole meal at the same time. Right. And then, and the then you kill the kitchen because yep. you got 14 yep. tickets going in. Otherwise, yep. And then you got to separate, which some people That's would go That's a no-fire. Yeah. That's a no-fire. <laughs> I'm a moron when it comes to math. So me doing your bill. Oh, you got cheese sticks and this guy. Who's paying for the appetizer? This isn't fair. So I'm just like, I got it. I bought plenty, but then I had the keys because I was the manager. So I just void your bill and take your cash. Pocket that. <laughs> Sometimes I just void your meal. I'm done with you people. Well, that was what a wonderful evening it's become. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like to buy dinner for you. You guys were such a pleasure to work with. Well, that's great. And then the secret probably got out. The, the balding uh, kid. <laughs> yeah. We want him. If you give him a hassle about the bill at the end, he just buys the meal. Why am I getting all these Bible yeah, thumpers? I was in my broke, section? and I'd be like, oh, "I got it. I'll avoid it." <laughs> Must be a normal thing. Joaquin just—I'm half native, and I like to see people's face when I tip good. Yeah. so funny, <laughs> right? Because you're breaking the trend. Wow, that's a reputation, and the, the service industry is evil, dark-hearted, miserable people, and they have no time for anything but green. That's the only color they care about. Because without it, they don't pay their rent. They need it now. Uh, it's seven seventeen. What do you got in the big board of musical treats over there? All right, wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Gonna hit the trails this weekend. Make sure you hit up oh. Josh and the boys over there because it's gonna be nice weather. Yes. You need to rent a bike, they got you. You need to buy a bike, they got you. And if you're a little bit out of shape, they got the e bikes for you to rent. So they got you covered <laughs> on all well, aspects. If you're out of shape, get a regular bike. <laughs> if you're in shape, you, you've earned you know, an e bike. That's not the case. I know. <laughs> Had a dude pass me on the canal Saturday on his e bike and. uh he was a little bit thick. And it was our goal at that point. Keep up with him. Let this bitch know he spent $10,000 on something we can manually stay right behind him. And we did, but it was huffing. Those things move. Oh, yeah. They're great. They're flying. Uh, let's see here if our computer decides to work. And also, we got to get to Brady's thing. Oh, yeah. Brady had an incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, oh, yeah. we got a bunch of stuff for you here. Uh, clutch, uh, drink to death, yeah. uh, mega death, sudden death, 
drain white coat syndrome, code blue from TSL, uh, Black Label Society funeral bell, death like blooms it. from Mudvayne, uh, Volbeat, Last Day Under the Sun, End of the Road from Boys and yeah. Boys and uh, Men. men. Uh, Boys cutting, and men. Yeah. Cutting crew. I just died in your arms. Oh. Uh, yeah. Suffocation, funeral inception. Take my bones away from barrenness. Clean my wounds. Eskimo Callboy. We got the moves. So. Died in your arms might not be bad. Oh, man. But it's not going to happen because that's too romantic. I like the boys to men end of the road. <laughs> I think a bunch of funeral songs today is a good idea. Funeral bell's good. Funeral bell is great. We'll go with BLS funeral bell. And intermittently, I'll throw in songs that I want to hear just in case it's my last day. So get ready, Toledo. We got that going. Uh, meantime, Brady, uh, may, I don't know if it's solved or if it got worse, but your big uh, trash gate situation where the, the guy driving the, the uh, trash trucks has been throwing the trash bins in your front yard after he, he's dropping them off right there in your driveway, so you have to – it's a problem. He's been moving them in front of your driveway so you can't get in or out without moving it. And we have video of it. And two trucks last Monday, one just tossed the black one down and the other one moved the blue one in front of your driveway. We talked about it on the air. We said it needs to get done. I said I'd call as you and try to get the guy fired. You're too kind for that. You wouldn't do it. Yesterday, you get a knock on the door. And as the only person in America left who answers the door when someone unexpectedly knocks at it, what happened? Well, here's the deal. Or were you standing outside? I'm sure Paulie Gutierrez showed up. I was not actually at the door. Oh, I was on the road, and I and Ronnie calls me. Yeah. Guess who's at the front door? Oh. Uh, Paul Montez, the manager of City of Gilbert, showed up at your house with another uh, um, employee. Right. I didn't get her name, but they were there. And uh, Ronnie says, uh, "Paul goes. We understand there's been some uh, problems with the trash delivery." Um, and Ronnie's like, "Do you did you hear <laughs> Sorry, about this? Or, you know, how Paul. did you hear about it?" It's like we all listen. All right. And they had a gift bag, and they said, "We're so sorry." What's in it? I got loaded a with um, <laughs> hot wheel garbage trucks. I got four. Cool. They're really cool. I got um, a couple of mini garbage pail mugs, kind of thing. I haven't opened those up. T-shirts. The key That's, to the city. Jealous. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. T-shirts it's that all say garbage, Gilbert uh, garbage. What does the T-shirt say? The T-shirt says, "Yeah, recycle Gilbert." Oh, okay. Uh, I'd like to recycle. You know, it has Gilbert. a beautiful picture of Gilbert, probably the water tower. Uh, what a wonderful yeah. gesture! A um, couple of recyclable uh, grocery bags. Fantastic. And, and so they said it will end. Um, oh, I got a, a dumpster paperweight too. Okay. Is the problem over? It's. Over, my friend. Taken yeah. care of. Everything and they said, settled. by the way, the other thing they asked for is, uh, oh, yeah, could we get those videos from you? Because we want to use them for training uh, purposes. We understand. I don't have a problem with one of our drivers. We're very, very apologetic, my friend. Here's a paperweight and some T-shirts. Sorry we didn't know you were a 4X. And they said, sorry for the mix-up. <laughs> no, they nailed it right. Here's a, here's a pair of giant shoes for your beautiful daughter. And they said, starting next week. The mayor of Gilbert will personally take your uh, trash out. <laughs> He's going to come out every day just a photo op. <laughs> See if Brady makes it into work on Monday. Yeah. Bridget Peterson will be by. From this day forward, we do ask, though, in return, uh, some type of consideration or reciprocation. I may have a problem with the city of Gilbert, you don't have to air it on the air. You call me personal. It took just about 48 hours, but it was amazing because That's then after that, impressive. two more people from the that worked at the city that I knew said, I'm going to talk to your guy for you. 
Your driver? Yeah, and I said, no need. Just talk this to the guy manager. Hates you. You're this dead. Is done. You're you're gone. It's getting worse. This is not a. No, good. it's over. That's it's what over. you think. The city of Gilbert. <laughs> thank you so much. You got a trash truck in your living room. That guy's coming through the walls. Jeremy's out on the van right now oh. going, oh, there's a spot Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there might be two. It's all over, boys. We're all right, then, you and I. We'll talk to your driver. Have a nice weekend. Thanks, Don Julio. Oh, damn idiot. <laughs> really? They yeah. showed up at your door, and you're cool with it because they, they brought you Hot Wheels. Mark, you're dead. <laughs> you're done. That's a mark. Yeah, That's an X absolutely. on the door. I agree. Happy waste, now. Waste management showed up and said, <laughs> So sorry. It'll never happen. Let me tell you this. And I know this from the bottom of my heart. You, sir, will never have another problem again with the waste management. At least not at this house. As a matter of fact, you won't have any more problems You're not ever gonna again. You're not going to have anything to worry about from here on out. Monday, there's going to be a spark at the house. Yeah, don't worry. He's not going to tell you and blow your house up. Just letting you know, you're in the clear. Now, he's, hopefully... He was telling that to the assistant. You don't understand, but I have to make a big X on your garage door. So let the drivers know this is a house you don't mess with. That's exactly it. Let's go. Thank you for the bag. He's done one. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> you're you're not gonna make it. It's great knowing you, Brady. I, why do you answer the door every time? Somebody standing on the side of my door with a bag. Drop it off. I want to talk. No, you guys open that door for anybody. A lot of Amazon Prime. That's sometimes. right, and they drop it off and, and you, leave. Why do you talk to the Amazon Prime? Unless you're we already don't. out. To, well, yeah, you answer the door right. after they drive it's the away. Intercept the package. Intercept? Yeah, as they drop it off. From you? Preventing porch pirates. Okay. Then you need to move if, it's, if it has to be that fast. You guys answer the door too much. This is the worst sound in the year 2021. The worst sound. If you, Who is it? Yeah, you, I'll get it! Brady's the only house left in America that screams, I'll get it. I'll get it! Uh, my, everybody, everybody else in the United States hits, the, hits mute, oh, yeah. mute on the remote and the deck. Get below the windows, you idiots! Medea and I look at each other. Are you going to get it? Nope. I'm not right. kidding. I don't, are you expecting somebody? No. Then they're going to stand out there. <laughs> Woohoo, company! <laughs> Hi, come in! Uh, hoy, we, hoy! We didn't expect that. We'd like to talk to you about Jehovah's Witnesses. You want some food? Come on in here. Come on, get in here. Uh, never mind. Here, no, just oh my God, leave this, this pamphlet here. Yeah, yeah, this guy <laughs> wants to talk to us more than we want to talk to him. Here, just read this. We're done with you. So, stop answering your door. Oh, I'm worried about Brady now. I got a surgery tomorrow. I'm more than likely going to wake up from. You've got waste management giving you gifts. That's a sign. (laughs) I'll have to make a few phone calls. Yeah, you got to go to the Italian American Club tonight and go, hey, you need to leave my boy alone. I'd like to make a request that we leave Brady Bogan's house as is and just stop putting his trash in front of the drive. I'll make sure it doesn't go on the air anymore. The mini guinea and I are meeting there for lunch tomorrow. So I'm sorry, Brett. The die is cast on your chubby little friend. (laughs) He took the Hot Wheels. He drew first blood. It's time for him to go. (laughs) Well, good luck to you, Brady. So it's you think it's resolved because they gave you Hot Wheels? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and a T-shirt. Feeling good about it. So now they've given you a shirt that says Recycle Gilbert, which means there he is. There he is. Don't wear it. <laughs> Don't ever wear that. It's that's a, be that's a bullseye, basically. You're wearing a bullseye. It's Who am I looking a- for, boss? Looks a little like Ethel Merman if she was going through chemo. <laughs> it's going to be a garden flag, and I'll just post it up on a stake. Great like idea. Just, this is bad. You better move. Yeah, I'd get out of there. 
I'm calling Doug Hopkins. We're getting you out of that house oh, yeah. in a week. You're done. <laughs> Let's go. Cash offer as is. As is means the mob's hanging around. You're done, Brady. Messing with waste management. You've never watched The Sopranos once. If you did, you didn't pay attention. That's not a group of people you toy with. In fact, if you guys want to throw your uh, the neighbor's trash in my front yard, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. You're doing a great job, guys. Well, that's a good person right there. This guy understands the business of garbage. Good luck, Brady. You feeling comfortable with I'm that? I'm feeling real good. I got it. The guy eyeballed your wife, too, which is even better. What are you telling her to answer the door for? Just don't answer the door. It's only pro- Look, only thing you can be is- that answer the door. I know, right and you ha- you got to tell her stop. The only thing you can she get- has a lot of guests. The only thing this means in 2021 is process server. Process server. I think you know. I'll have to ask her, but I think maybe seeing the city of Gilbert truck out front or something might have. So you can't buy that sticker. Oh yeah, you can. City of Gilbert, if there's an emergency, doesn't knock on your door. They just get to it. Ronnie don't can touch you so fast. All right, let I've her, taught her I, some skills. Right, good, I bet you have. They're, and the skills are this. Ahoy, hoy! <laughs> Come on in! Never answer your door. No guns, though. No guns. Don't answer your door. Stop it. Only time you get your... I was standing outside doing some yard stuff, and that guy walked up on me. I almost punched him out. He's a process server. John? Who's asking? Are you John Holmberg? What, what is Megan here? I'm like, oh, I fell for it. I answered yes to the John Holmberg thing. And he had his hands in pocket. You take your hands out of your pocket. We're going to have a problem. You don't walk up on me like that. I don't know who you are. There's no car. Well, what? I'm like, you're making me nervous. Stay away from me. Chill out, bro. Well, I was. I was going to drop him like a bad habit. He's walking up on me. He knows my name. He's got his hands behind. He's reaching into his back. And I'm like, uh-uh. You're about to catch an elbow through your face. Jeez, I've never really thought of it that way. I guess I am kind of intimidating. I'm like, yeah, you walk up to somebody's front yard without a car, start saying their name like we're best friends, and I don't know who you are, and you slow walk with your hands. Nuh-uh. Not in this day and age, man. It ain't the 50s. The I'm only not. way you could walk up to John, you got to know this by now, is if you have a plaque in your hand. <laughs> nope. We gotta, you can drop you those off, too. Best of. That's uh, great. Leave it at the door. Encanto. Nope. Good for you. A guy's standing right there in the window. He won't answer. You can go. I didn't answer. You can text me. You should have texted. <laughs> if I don't expect you, the door doesn't open. Period. That's the truth. Dude. That is a fact. Brady, however. Our neighborhood's a little different. No, my neighborhood is the same as your neighborhood, Brady. It's me and all the smart people in the world. Why would your neighborhood be different? Your neighborhood meaning well, your house. different in the aspect that people, more people answer their doors. Laser won't answer his door if he doesn't expect it. Oh, yeah, he was a... No, he might come over to your house because you won't leave him alone. You're always in the front yard. It's you. You're different. I go over there. After I answer the door, I go over to Lasers and go, dude, I just answered my door. Yeah. And I bet you he Let sees you. Know. He sees you on the ring. To- oh, Christ, Brady's here again. <laughs> your neighborhood's no different. People aren't just answering the door. There's mats, welcome mats that say, if you didn't text, I'm not answering. Yeah. They're you know, timing. I'm getting one of those. Pretty- yeah, yeah. Get them. They're oh, great. Man. There's no reason. If I don't know you're coming, there's no reason for me to open the door for you. Unless you're well, screaming, I'm glad that your house is on fire, house is on fire. Then you don't even need to ring the bell. Just get away from my house. I'll find the fire. Thanks if I'm working help. in the garage and I see somebody walking up, I close the garage. Close the and garage. go in the house. Yep. Oh, if I'm outside and doing stuff and I happen to see you coming towards me, I'll go in. But I missed that server. He snuck up on me. Yeah, Brady, stop answering your door. This is all bad. And plus, now you're going to get killed by the mafia. Great job, kid. Jeez. 
He was all proud of himself until he talked to people with reason. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's all fixed. Watch his face. Yeah. Watch his face, Brett. Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> Potential for a new buddy. The heart just goes racing. Yeah, stop answering your door. Well, Brett's the one that has the story that the time he was there to move a table with you. When you had that screen door on it, you just sat back and stared at it and gave play-by-play to yep. Kenny's heading to the Circle K. It's 1238. <laughs> Up there goes laser. Brady's just play-by-play and everything that's happening outside. Can't wait for somebody to come to the door. One day, Brett, you'll have a piece of heaven like this. <laughs> oh. Did you hear him, Brett? <laughs> My neighborhood's different. You. No, it's not. Is your neighborhood the same? Doorbells ring. No. People just run. That's what I'm saying. Come on. It, that's why it's different. It is not different. You're different. Your neighbors are the same as you. And, and, you're, and they're going to hurt your feelings because everybody knows it's you. But if you said, hey, do you guys not like it when I come over every couple hours and knock on your door to just talk? And they'll be like, of course, Brady, you're wonderful. And then they shut the door as you leave and go, we got to get out of here. This, this <laughs> guy doesn't get it. But there is nobody one wants in every visitors. neighborhood. Oh, I mean, I got one yeah. in my cul-de-sac. That, and, and we call him Brady. <laughs> we do. We do. Because he's a guy. Hey, how you doing? It's like, he wants oh, to be man, a pa- And he's nice. He's wonderfully kind. Oh, he's totally kind. nice. Great you just guy. don't want to deal with him. Yeah. Proximity doesn't make us buddies. Your neighborhood's different. Why don't you eat a bag of... <laughs> Tell everybody. Completely I'll... missed the point. Everybody can't wait to open the door to welcome in strangers. No. It's not what I said. What are you saying? That's why it's different. There are people answer. That's why people come dumb. in the neighborhood, and you have, you know, it doesn't happen all that often. But you still get those solicitors. You answer for the pest door. Control. No, they, yeah. I, yeah. If I'm binging something on Netflix, there's no right. Answer. But somebody in your house is because you just you can't have it both ways. Well, their Either timing you're... happened because Ronnie was the only one at home, and usually a lot of times, um, well, she does have clients come, but she the knows house. they're coming. Yeah. That's different. Every once in a while. Listen to what I'm saying. If I know you're coming, I'll open the door. If I don't, even if it's you, if you just showed up at my door. Didn't you do that to Stebbings one time? I've done it to several people. Mark shows up banging on the door. I'm like, you're out. I didn't know you were coming. No pop-ins. And he showed up at his house to get him back, and they had a charcuterie board ready. I'm like, what the (laughs) f*** is wrong with you? He's from Gilbert, though. I know he's a Gilbert. They're, 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 look, bad guys, head like to Gilbert. Said. They're all marks. They all answer the door. Just walk in and take their stuff. They'll probably be fine with it. <laughs> Suckers. My neighborhood's different. <laughs> Knob. <laughs> Stop answering the door. You're wrecking it for all of us. City of Gilbert, I'm fine with the way you guys handle trash. Great job yesterday, City of Gilbert. See you, buddy. That's the end of you. Pathetic. 98. That's it. That's bonkers! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.